Kevin, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Well, thank you. It's great being with you. So um, there's a lot going on down at the legislature today. Um, and we <laughs> yeah. wanted to talk about the safety clause. But before we get to that, it looks like there's going to be an assault on Tabor, the Taxpayer Bill of Rights. What, what are you hearing with your ear to the ground? Well, and I have not seen the actual piece myself, but I've just read about it thus far. And it sounds like it's a... And let me back up a little bit. A few years ago, we had what was called Referendum C, which was a five-year, quote, timeout from uh, the revenue limits of Tabor so you, so they could let the, um, the budget grow as much as possible for five years, and then they reset the, um, the limit according to that, and, and that was unconstitutional, but never mind about that. Anyway, they're going to try it again. Only permanent is what I hear. So they're just blowing the lid off of the revenue limit that the government can keep. And this is just for the general fund, which is only about a third of the entire budget. But, but nonetheless, they, they don't want to live with that at all. And then they've got a, another bill out there, which is uh, the Family Leave Act, that calls a huge new tax a fee, which is the other limitation. And those are the two things on Tabor. It's, it's limitation on taxes and a limitation on, um, on, on how much money they can spend. Well, they, they want to take them both away, essentially, mm-hmm. one through just the practice of using fees, and the other one through this overt question to, on the ballot, which, gratefully, that's what they have to do, is go through the, the ballot issue. But uh, they'll, they'll paint it out as just a, oh, it's just a little tweak. But it's, it's a pretty much just taking Tabor and throwing it in the trash can. Well, and, uh, you know, former <clears throat> Governor Hickenlooper has thrown his hat in the ring for president, and he's uh, lauding, I think, the Colorado economy. And I, I would submit to you that one of the reasons that the Colorado economy has done well is because private sector is what builds business, not government. And because we've had these limits on government is one of the reasons that Colorado has done well. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, you know, and, yeah. Yeah, well, well let, let me tell you, you are in agreement with a lot of very smart economists who have uh, um, looked at Tabor and, and said, look, this is why Colorado has flourished so much. I mean, you can, you can look to our oil and gas revenues. Oh, excuse me, they're trying to get rid of that, too. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but uh, it is a fundamental key to keeping a limit on, on how much government can grow. And, and you're right, the private sector, they produce um, uh, value, and then the government takes value. So... You know, this doesn't take rocket science, but it unfortunately um, this logic is uh, lacking among many. And, and let me say one other thing: when it, when it comes to bipartisan, bipartisan by their definition is every Democrat is for it, and they find one or two Republicans who have left the reservation, and that's essentially what they've found for this one. Um, yep. Believe me, there is a partisan divide on this. The Republicans for the most part, understand the value of Tabor. The Democrats hate it. So, you well, know, that, you, you want more government or less? That's for sure. And, and you know, I have to say thank you to so many <clears throat> of the Republicans down at the State House that are holding the line. It's got to be tough to go to work every day with all it this is. craziness. We've got one more month, a, a little over a month, and there, there's got to be a lot of more bad, bad stuff coming down the uh, pike. But let's... Yeah. let's 
Well, let's jump over to the safety clause. There has mm-hmm. been such an abuse, and this is something that is put into, it's kind of that last <clears throat> little thought in much of this legislation that says the General Assembly hereby finds and determines and declares that this act is, an, is necessary for the immediate preservation of the public peace, health, and safety. So, Kevin Lundberg, how is that being abused? Well, first, understand the safety clause is to get around another constitutional requirement, and this has been uh, in the Constitution, I uh, believe, uh, since it was written back in 1876, which says the people reserve the right to review all legislation from the the um, that that's made, and and you see at the very end of every bill, you have to have this this uh, uh, section that says when the bill be, or the law takes effect. And so the standard protocol, supposedly, for Colorado laws is um, <clears throat> this provision that the people have, and it's, I think it's like 60 days, to review, to, uh, to uh, bring a petition before the government to say, we'd like to vote on this bill before it becomes law. Uh, or, and they have this, this one exception, unless it's one of those you know, extraordinary bills where you have to put it in place Immediately, and I agree that occasionally there is something like that. Some emergency occurs, or, or some we, you know, we realize that that we just have this 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 incredible problem that has to be fixed with legislation. Okay, you put a safety clause on, and, and you you say that that it's absolutely necessary. Well, instead, just as a matter of course, they'll put a safety clause on unless somebody is really being careful about it and goes ahead and does it does it the constitutional way. So what you're saying is, once this legislation is passed, if that safety clause is in there, the the people of Colorado don't get that 60-day review that is in the Constitution, that it immediately becomes law once uh, Governor Polis signs it? Well, it either immediately becomes law or it becomes law on a different schedule other than the, the, the standard 60-day uh, referendum uh, mechanism. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's it becomes law right now, and and it's just uh, this has been abused. This is one thing that when I came in back in 2003, that that uh, it was being abused a great deal back then as well. Uh, some of us pushed back. Um, actually, when Douglas Bruce became a legislator for a couple of years, he was the one who really drew the line and said, "No, safety clauses are wrong unless they really." Are, have a significant reason to be there. And he would just vote no on everything if it had a safety clause. Um, practically speaking, you can't do that entirely because not everybody agrees with you down there. But mm-hmm. but uh, uh, I thoroughly uh, agree that, that we've abused this. And if you read the Constitution, it says so clearly where the legislature is established that we the people reserve the right to review the what the legislature does and the safety clause is the way the legislature say you know just thumbing their nose at the people and saying we don't care boy you know uh, senator lundberg we are just about out of time i'd really like to have you back and talk some more about what's going on at the legislature so we will do that but what i see senator lundberg is the colorado legislature the radical progressive activists that have taken over there are stomping all over the, the rights of the people and the will of the people, and we need to in, we need to push yeah. back. In every way possible, they are doing that. I've never seen it 
so out of control as it is this year. I mean, usually when the Democrats get in full control, they'll they'll have a couple of crazy ones like, you know, the, the gun bills that they did back in 2013, huge for a week or two. But it, it's like every week we're getting another issue and it's another, you know, it's it's oil and gas. It's it's uh, all businesses with family leave plus taxes we won't be able to afford or it's uh, uh, the sex ed bill or it's, I mean, the list goes on and on. They're, I'm, I know. And we, and <laughs> we have one more myself. month. I am, too. So yeah. I, we're going to get you scheduled uh, hopefully very, very soon because I'd like to hear more what you have to say. So thank you, Senator Lundberg. Thank you.